Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM The Fan. Thanks for listening. I'm Mike McGivern again flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church will be in here in the next few weeks and looking forward to having him back in studio. So eight and a half, almost nine years of doing Faith in the Zone. We've had a couple of guys that have been on more than once, and not many, just a handful, maybe three or four if I remember correctly. And our guest for today, he was on a few years ago, and uh, I just thank him for his time again today. He is Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball pitcher. He uh former first-round draft pick in 2001. He's with the Phillies, the White Sox, Braves, Indians, and Blue Jays. Uh, Gavin, how you doing today? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Man, thank you so much for for your time. And uh, living down in Florida, man, you, you got sick of the winters or what? You know, it's uh, it, we're suffering down here in 90-degree weather, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I've got it's two... It's starting to br- turn up, up down here. It's real hot. I've got two brothers, uh, one in Sarasota and one in Turpin Springs. And... Uh, Neither one's ever coming back. I'll tell you that right now. The uh, yeah. uh, they they are not their their blood is now thin and it gets thirty degrees and they're cold. And thirty degrees, you got guys here in Wisconsin playing golf with no shirts on. Gavin, you remember those days up in <laughs> Chicago and and I know you were born in Maryland, so the you know thirty thirty five degrees, people here think it's a heat wave. It's it's bone chilling for us, that's for sure. Man, those days. Hey, when you played for the White Sox, did you play at Kaminsky Park? Is that where you guys played? U.S. Cellular. U.S. Cellular. Yeah, it's yeah. South Side. Look, I in down in that area, and and some people in Chicago think Milwaukee's just a suburb of Chicago. I don't. I I think uh, I I love living in Milwaukee, and I worked in Chicago for a year. I struggled. I, I man, my my whole. <laughs> You know, I just want to get to know people. How you doing? Where'd you go to high school? This kind of stuff. When I worked in Chicago for that year, people were like, man, it's none of your business where I went to high school. I thought, ooh, this isn't good for me, pal. This is not good for me. Hey, when um, when you were in high school in, in Maryland, did, did you have a pretty good idea that you were going to be a first-round draft pick? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I think when I was a junior and senior, I had a idea that I was going to go to a D1 college and had a chance to be drafted. I think senior year, I had a better, a lot better idea that were where I was going to possibly go in the draft and stuff like that. Hey, were you a multi-sport athlete in high school? Yeah, I played soccer and basketball. Man, I, as, as well. a former basketball coach, Kevin, I loved you soccer boys. 
You guys could run all day, defend like crazy. None of you guys could shoot a lick, but that was okay. I always had a place for you soccer boys on my basketball team. Yeah, I was a goalie, so I didn't like the running either. So I, uh, <laughs> could, uh, I didn't like being physical. Could you shoot the ball a little bit? I had a big foot. I guys didn't like me punt, punting or kicking because I would, I'd hit it, kick it a mile in the sky, and guys would try to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, as a basketball player, because you shoot it a little bit. I, you know, I was more of a defensive guy. I, I was a little rough throw my elbows, you know, get physical down there, try to get rebounds, let the guys that score uh, put up the points. I, If I had a chance, I'd put it up there. Man, I I would have loved – look, I always looked for guys like you. you know, guys that could do the dirty work, um, not complain too much about not getting 15, 20 shots a game. 36 years I coached basketball, and I, I probably only had a handful of guys that were willing to do the stuff that you did uh, on the high school level. When 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 you were back in, in in high school, did you you always knew that baseball was was going to be your ticket? Uh, yeah, I think I, I was good at other sports, but baseball was becoming more obvious as, as I got older. That I was, you know, being highly recognized in the area and around the region and then nationally, but. Um. I tried to do do you know if I could play soccer or basketball I would I would have tried but I think basketball uh, baseball definitely outshined the other ones. Hey, when um when you were a junior and senior in high school, wh- where what offers were you were were you getting? And and the reason I'm asking, I do a high school baseball uh, coaches show here on twelve fifty AM the fan and and we do it every other Saturday. Um, and in between we do the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. And a couple of weeks ago, I had some players from Whitefish Bay, which is a suburb of, of Milwaukee, and we had five players on this high school team that are all already committed Division One baseball players, two to Michigan, and one was Craig Council, manager for the Brewers. His son, who is a junior, is going hmm. to uh, Michigan. I had one going to UWM, another kid going to Louisville. I can't remember where the fifth was going, but all Division One guys – and the kid going to Louisville, I said, when did you commit? He said, my freshman year. I said, you were wow. 14. He said, yeah, they, they offered. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the campus, and obviously it's a great baseball program. And, and I'm wondering, did they recruit that early back in your day? So, so I, I, I've heard that often nowadays that they recruit and they try to lock kids in early. Um. It wasn't the it wasn't the same. I think they they shared their interest with you, but that not until maybe after junior year did they start or junior year uh, start wanting to offer any 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 scholarship or something like that. When when you were, I, I, I've never heard it that much. I've only heard it in football, like guys get signing that early. But man, it's this become a thing, I guess. Yeah, baseball, I think is getting and and the other part of this that that. Um, I get a little bit. I got a little bit upset with a couple of the kids that were in studio because last year they chose, and these were kids that already had their deal done, but chose to to play for their their travel team rather than play for their high school team. And and now this year they're playing for their high school team. And I said, "Are you having more fun?" And they were like, "Yeah, way more fun. Like these are my guys, huh. man. These are guys I grew up. We played baseball together since fourth grade." And I said, so last right. year, they said, you know what? We um we listened to some people that maybe we shouldn't have been listening to. And now this mm. year, I've got Whitefish Bay on the front of my jersey, and I'm playing with guys that I go, you know, I sit in class with, I walk through the hall with. Kids that are coming to watch us play are all kids I'm in class and walking through the hall in our community. And this was a really good decision to be playing for my high school team. And I wish more kids would 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 do that rather than than playing for the travel teams and I understand playing for the travel teams is where you get seen but if you've already got right. your deal done you know play with your guys right yeah it, i think i think there's some some wisdom in that cuz I, I i see kids like nine you know i'm a coach so i, you know, I see nine nine year olds eight year olds going travel team there's a lot to to do you know and uh, 
I've heard a 15-year-old that came to me and said he's not having fun doing travel ball. It's uh, Kids just want to have fun. Kids want to be around their friends. And, uh, you know, baseball becomes serious later. You know, it'll all play out. You know, baseball is baseball, and you just keep working, and that you pray that that works out, you know, works out in their favor, you know. You know what I what I found coaching some AAU basketball um, was kids are playing AAU basketball to for themselves. A lot of uh, when when we would get back to the high school season, we would have to convince kids that if you got the defensive rebound, that doesn't mean you're going to dribble down the floor and shoot. This isn't AAU. We're doing we're you know the definition of a team is two or more horses pulling in a similar direction for a common goal, right? So that's what we are. I know what you guys do, and I asked one of these kids during the break, when you play for your travel team, what position do you play? Kid said, shortstop. And I said, so you can pick it and throw a little bit? He goes, yeah. I said, was there other shortstops on the team? He said, well, yeah, at least one, and they'd usually bring someone else in as well. And and I said, did you want those guys, those other shortstops, to, to do well? He said, "Not, no, not really. And I go, how about guys on your own team? You, you, you're happy when your second baseman hits one in the gap? He goes, yeah. And I go, so there's the difference, right? The travel team, you're, you're really out there. You're hoping to win games, but you're, you're, you're hoping to get your stats up a little bit. He goes, no doubt, right. yes. He goes, and some of those guys are really good friends of mine now. I made some really good friends, but when we're playing the same position, no, I, 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 I was hoping they didn't do all that well. Yeah, there's a fine line right there. You know, you start getting in the, to to wanting to better your career. You, you can easily cross that line and and start wanting to, you know, do better than other guys. You know, and it becomes very self-centered. You know. Hey, you you had talked about um, you had talked about coaching, and and I want to thank Tom Roy uh, because Tom and. And I, Tom, and I almost talk about him every week now, Gavin, because he's been such a godsend for me in this show, and he's become just one of my best friends. I'm just a huge fan. I know that um, when he, we had him on a couple of months ago, he talked a lot about Shepherd Coach and and some of the things that he's doing with with youth and high school and college coaches. Um, is that something that you've gone through with him? Yeah, we just got finished uh... – his uh program about a week ago and uh because i'm i'm coaching two little league teams and i'm on the board of our little league and i just want to i just felt like it was the right thing to do to to uh do the session with him and and uh you know just get training and involved and and deal you know how to be a coach and how to how to uh uh, be a shepherd, you know, in a, in a, in a secular world, you know, and try to pour into these kids and mentor them. And, um, because the game is a game, you know, and a lot of times he's, you know, it, it's because bigger than the game and we have talks and we have, you know, there's relationships there. And I just thought it was super important for me to, you know, do the training so we can, you know, have a better understanding so I can be more prepared and, and ready to, um, you know, be a better coach and, and to care for them and to be there for them and to remind them of God's truths and and to to really lean in and, and help them out in that respect, not only in baseball, you know? Kevin, I, I, and I'm wondering if... Uh... I'm sure these Little League players, the, the the name Gavin Floyd doesn't mean much to them, but I would assume some of the parents understand who the Little League coach is. Uh, it's, it's a mix, I think. I, I think uh, when, when you have a coach and they have some experience in professional baseball, they, 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 I think they have a little bit, you've earned a little bit more respect, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but that can easily be, you know, but, uh, I think the kids, they know all the, the player, you know, not all the players, but the, the recent players and stuff like that. So when you played, you know, five, six years ago, it's, uh, these kids are the, of that age sometimes and they're like, who are you? And they're, you know, so as a coach, the parents might have to remind the kids, Hey, you know, Hey, you got a good coach there. You know, <laughs> you might want to listen. 
<laughs> Man, I think that's uh, that's marvelous. And you're on the board. You know, I do a youth sports show as well on on twelve fifty, and and we we air it every Saturday from nine to ten. And I ask people that I have that are on different boards for little league or or you know youth hockey, youth soccer. You know what keeps you guys up at night? And it's really interesting, Gavin. Depending on the on what they are doing on the board, there are some things that that keep you know people on on boards of little league baseball and 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 you know the mighty mites and and, and hockey and and soccer. You know, trying to get other parents to to volunteer and making sure that we're you know, are we cutting kids? Are we not cutting kids? Is everybody getting playing time? You know, everybody's got a different path and a different way to go about what they're trying to accomplish in youth sports. And my my hope is the older I get, you know, maybe it's because we get to see YouTube videos, but it some of it's getting out of control, you know, and, and it seems to be a lot of parents that are doing some things that I just – you know, nobody's playing in Game 7 of the World Series in your Little League uh, game, right? Right. So we've experienced some of that, and, and we, we've seen signs at other Little Leagues that says, uh, you know, uh, I wish I remembered what it said. It says, uh, your, son, your son is not going to uh, make it to the major leagues today or something like that. You know, it was, it was like a reminder of a sign. Of you know, hey, we're here to have fun, encourage each other, uh, get better, and uh, and to go, you know, go compete. You know, and it's uh, it gets pretty serious, especially in Florida. You got you can play all year round, and and like you said, the travel ball teams and guys get a little bit more serious, which is, you know, gym being competitive is good, but it can you can easily be burnt out as well. And emotions can get um, off the field, can translate into on the field, and and uh, then you get, you get landed on YouTube. That's for sure. Yeah, I tell you this, and it's funny, Gavin. And we'll get to a break. Um, my brother that lives in Sarasota or in uh, in Tarpon Springs still plays baseball. He's sixty. 66, maybe sixty-seven, something like that. He's still catching. In fact, he sent me a picture. He got flown to um, uh, somewhere in North Carolina, and they won a big tournament. And he knew a couple of the guys, but a couple of guys from Wisconsin. And and he's because he can catch, you know, nine innings and still throw guys out. He at that age, you know, there's not a lot of guys that knees have held up. But he he was put me in contact with a guy whose whose son was um, in junior college. He was a pitcher in Florida, and he was born and raised in Florida. And he said, Mike, we used to laugh at the guys that w- would, would come from up north because they'd play 20 games in their high school. You know, their senior year, they played 20 games. We're playing 100, and we used to laugh at those guys. What we didn't understand is they haven't reached their ceiling yet because they – and their arms – you know, these pitchers, they their arms were not dead. They weren't sore all the time. They, they hadn't thrown as much as the kids down here. So when they got here, they may have been behind – but very quickly they caught up and and surpassed some of the guys that we had down here. He goes, we don't laugh at those boys from up north anymore. Hmm. So it's it, very interesting to me, and and I don't know how many games you guys play in little league, and how many. I mean, we have one. Obviously, we can't like right now. It's snowing a little bit here when we're recording this, and I just got a text wow. that our softball game's been canceled for tonight. The church softball team. So I don't know how many games in literally. Do you guys have different seasons then? I mean, do you play in the in the fall and play in the spring and then play again in the winter? So we we have a, a break in between spring and fall. We have spring ball and fall ball, but uh, winter and summer are usually off. I mean, but there's a tournament team that you can uh, be on, which is like an all star team that the hopes is to go to you know advance to different tournaments and win and. So it can be three quarters a year, but I, like you, to like you said, like I, I'm from Maryland, so I, I played multiple sports. I, I think there's, um, a benefit to being challenged and to experience other sports and try to be the best you can be there, and to be outside your comfort zone and. Hundred uh, percent. I think of becoming an athlete in a sense that. I think that becomes more valuable 
down the road than playing one sport all year round, you know? Yeah, I do too, 100%. He is Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball pitcher, the Phillies, White Sox, Braves, Indians, and Blue Jays. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll ask Gavin to share his testimony with us. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. On 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest for the entire hour. He's Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball pitcher. And before we ask him for his testimony, hey, coaching Little League Baseball with your, uh, what's your 11 year old son's name? Jax. Jax and your six year old? Hunter. Hunter. Do you have more kids or are the two boys your, your only? Uh, those are my only two kids. Boys, man, so coaching them in little league baseball has just got to be really fun. And and uh, you know, we 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 make sure that when we get home, we're we're the father and not the coach, right? Oh, absolutely, that's <laughs> I've hard. learned the hard way sometimes. <laughs> Me, too. hey, Kevin, I ended up on the couch a couple times when I didn't start the, the point guard that. My wife was hoping I'd start in different AAU tournaments, just so you know. Uh, she never sat next to me during a game either. She said, you don't cheer correctly. You got to move. <laughs> like, man, what does that mean? You yell. You yell at refs. You yell at kids. I'm not. You can't sit next to me. So with two minutes to go before any of his college basketball games, my wife would say, okay, nice seeing you. See you later. You got to move. And... uh <laughs> Yeah, we uh, there were some struggles, that's for sure. Hey, Gavin, the second segment in, in, in Faith in the Zone, and we haven't had you on for a, a really long time. Uh, I would I would ask if you would share your testimony with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up in Maryland, like we talked about, and and my family were, wanted to go to holiday church. You know, we went. Um, on Easter and, and Christmas mainly went to all boys Catholic school. Um, so I had some influence of, of, of faith, uh, or just Jesus in general, but, um, nothing, uh, nothing rock solid as far as living it out or w- what it meant to, to give your life to Christ. So, 
when I was in baseball, I always went, uh, the chaplains are all, you know, they, you get blessed by these chaplains that just come in and just say, Hey, Hey, how you doing? You know? And those guys really, um, were, were just gently, uh, being kind to, to every player in that clubhouse. And I, you know, I, I'd freak, I'd go to chapel once in a while. Um, but, uh, when I, I didn't really know Jesus until I was, um, or starting to consider Jesus until I was probably 20, 24, 25, 26. You know, I, uh, baseball was, and sports was everything in my life, my family, you know, and my family. Um, so anything that had anything to do with Jesus, I didn't, I just kind of, it was more, more surface, you know? So, um, I got drafted as a first rounder out of high school and uh, went to baseball and was very, was pretty successful in the minor leagues. And I started struggling a lot in um, AAA and, and big leagues for a couple, two, three years. And it really started, uh, I felt like, you know, the thing that I relied on so much that I idolized in a sense, um, was, it was over. It could have been over, you know? So I, you started asking a lot of those big questions of, you know, what, who am I? What, you know, if baseball is everything, then, uh, you know, is there anything more to me or, you know, what am I here for? Why am I here? Um, so I kind of, it was interesting. I started going on this journey of, you know, this is, um, what is, there's gotta be more to life basically. Um, and I started reading a book, um, uh, called uh, The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. Because uh, I was, I came to this question that uh, is Jesus for real, basically? You know, is is it, is he really who he says he is? You know, and I needed something more than just baseball to lean on to, to for purpose, for a bigger purpose. And um, because I relied on myself a lot. And, I realized how, how weak and, and um, insufficient I am, you know, and how um, there has to be a maker and that there um, has to be a creator. That And so I went in this journey of investigating in a very layman way, you know, over the years I've gotten to be able to do it a lot, but um I read his book and talked about the case for Christ, you know, uh, if, so I get, it, it provoked me to read the gospels and I started reading the gospels and, um, I came to the, the end of the, uh, of book and, and, and reading another book called, um, golf sacred journey, the links of utopia. Mm. And, uh, it just really started leading me towards trying to understand um, who God is and if he was really um, hearing both sides of the argument. And I came to uh belief that uh, there is a God, you know? Um, wow. And I think Jesus, I said, you know, I think Jesus is real. Um, I think he really did what he did. And uh, I went on this journey of trying to be like Jesus and uh, when I try to be like Jesus, I realize how insufficient I am and I, how I, I can't do it on my own. I think that's when I really, really understood the gospel that um, it's not that I am going to be Jesus. It's, it's that he's done it for me. Amen. And, and for those who believe that it's, it's his his righteousness that, that covers us. He, he reconciles us to God. It's not that we um, earn it on our own. Um, and that moment, I, I really believe that I received Christ, what he did for us. And I, you know, saw life through a new lens. I, I came to the clubhouse with, with a different lens of, um, wanting to care for guys and, you know, fellowship and go to studies and, um, really try to grow. And I was blessed with a chaplain in Chicago. His name is Mickey Weston and, and Tom Roy came in when uh, Mickey couldn't be there. 
So that's where Tom and I, um, our relationship started. And uh, so I've known him for many years, and he's been a blessing in my life uh, many, many, many times. So um, just really, you know, the guys that are in your life, that God puts in your life, that, that really pour in, care for you, that those are the things that, that um, the relationships that, that transcends, you know, work changes that, that change, uh, that doesn't change from circumstances. Those guys that, you know, that have an impact on your life and that you want to carry that same um, torch in a sense to, to other, other kids. And, um, Hey, Gavin, can I ask you a question? We're t- I'm sorry not to cut you off. We're talking to Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball pitcher. With uh, Gavin, with all the people that we've talked to on Faith in the Zone, very few have ever said, look, I, you know what? I, I, I kind of took this journey on, on my own a little bit, and I started reading, and I started, you know, reading the, the Gospels, and, and you know, this is, this is what I realized as I was reading this, and then I read this book and this book. I would say 99% of the guys that we have and that I've met, there have been people there that have been saying, okay, you know, now's now's the time or have been not Bible thumpers, but trying to say, hey, look, you know, it's time for you to come this way. It's really interesting to me that you, you started this journey on your, on your own. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to understand what you're trying to say, but I guess. Um... But there's there wasn't there there wasn't this. Okay, you know what? For me, I mean, I was doing some stuff I shouldn't be doing. Right, I was drinking and doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. And my wife said, "You know what, Michael? This is here. Here it is. You either become the man that I know you can become, or you will live the rest of your life in a loveless marriage." And I knew that the pastor at the church that, that she was at had talked to me a couple of times. She had a brother and brother-in-law of hers, Todd LaMoffa, had talked to me. I had another guy talking to me. So there was, there was some options, some people talking to me during this part of my life, trying to, to introduce me to Jesus, trying to, to, to say, look, this is real, and, and you really need to start going down this path. So when my wife said that to me, I went right to this pastor, Daryl, at Eastside Baptist, and said, hey, man, I, I need to talk to you. Like, you've been talking to me for years. Now I need to talk to you. And so I'm wondering in your life, was there people throughout the journey before you, you started this journey on your own um, that were, were having those conversations with you? So, yeah, so if, I understand now. So I, I met my wife in uh, 2004. I was 21, and she she came from a Christian family, so... Um, I was not a believer. We dated for uh, six years before we got married, and we um, she introduced uh, faith to me in a, in, a, in a way, along with the chaplains. Nobody really was um, so there. When you have a relationship with with your, you know a girlfriend that you really love, that um, it, you start doing things for her, um, spiritually that you're really not ready for right? because of the person you're doing it for. So I, there was, um, I would do things for her, uh, and, and think like, oh, I was, I was becoming a better Christian because of it, where it was really false. It was, it was self-centeredness. It was very, uh, um, uh, I was, you know, trying to be a, a fake to her, you know, to to win her over. Right. So there was a point in my life where I was like, if I'm if I'm going to be married to this woman, I need to be uh, doing this for God, not for her. Hundred percent. Yeah, I. Gavin, and that's that, when I that's wonderful. I yeah. um, started really, uh, and that's during the time where I was investigating and we were start be about to get married. And I was like, what is this? You know, I, I need to really figure this out because I fail all the time. I'm trying to be this person that she wants me to be and I can't. And, um, I'm, I keep failing, you know, and I was like, I, I just can't do this on my own. 
you know, and I just kind of put my hands up and I was like, God, I, I need you. I, I surrender. I need your, your, I need your love and your forgiveness. I need you to come in my life and, and to change me, you know, and that's, um, freedom, peace, and joy entered my life at that moment. I, I felt like it was, um, so, uh, vivid and, and, and amazing. Just the, the, uh, goodness in my heart that I felt because, because of what Christ did for me. Yeah. Hey, that's in this business. That's a mic drop freedom, peace, and joy came into his life. He is Gavin Floyd. I, I love that. You know what, what a great way to say it. Freedom, peace, and joy came into his life when, when he accepted Jesus Christ. Former Major League Baseball mm-hmm. pitcher, Phillies, White Sox, Braves, Indians, and Blue Jays. We'll get you a break. On the other side of the break, I've got a couple of questions for him. And then that last segment, we'll ask him all the uniforms he's ever put on. It could be a you know high school soccer uniform. Could be a high school grade school basketball uniform. We put him in a closet. He gets to pick one out. You know, could be the Phillies, White Sox, Braves. Could be any of them. We'll ask him that on the in the last segment. Again, Gavin Floyd is our special guest. This is Faith in the Zone on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern and our guest, man. That, that second segment for me, freedom, peace, and joy, I wrote down because that's what he said. When Gavin Floyd accepted Jesus Christ, that's what hit him, freedom, peace, and joy. And I just really, really like that. Hey, Gavin, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. Hey, so you you came kind of like me, um, came to, to, to realize and accept Jesus Christ a little bit older than some of the other people we've had on faith in the zone. And I'm wondering yeah. in your journey through with minor league and major league baseball, as a, when you became a Christian, was it easier to walk worthy inside the locker room or outside of the locker room? You know, I think, uh, both can, both are, uh, I would say very similar, you know, inside the locker room and outside the locker room, um, it's who you surround yourself with, really. Um, if you have people that you that can keep you accountable, you know, keep you uh, challenged to pour in each other, um, it, you know, that lifts you up. I, I encourage each other. You're, you're, you know, you could stay. Um, if you don't have that support system, it can be lonely. It could be. Uh, uh, it can be lonely okay and 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 you feel like you're an outcast but like i said i you have a joy that's in you that and you got god's word that reminds you of what why you're there in the first place and uh so i think that either outside the line being around my family and my wife and that that can be very um has different challenges, you know, in a sense, uh, because a clubhouse is way different than my family. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, and, and when I was in major leagues and I came to Christ, you know, the fr- friends that I used to have that I had, and I, I did all, um, spent all my time with shared in a lot of the, the things that we, you know, we did that I, I don't, don't agree with any anymore and don't do anymore. It, um, it, it's a hard time to um, separate yourself from there. So I felt like I needed to separate myself because otherwise I'd fall into the same pattern. So to, to create new relationships and to um, uh, create new, new patterns in life uh, that were getting into God's word, praying, you know, reaching out to fellow believers, you know, chaplain and, and to, um, you're in the, in the good fight, you know, and 
I think that point after I got used to um, those new patterns, I think it was a lot easier to be that in the clubhouse. But when I was fresh, it was, it was definitely very difficult. Um, a lot, a lot of leaning into God, a lot of leaning into other brothers, the encouragement and to um, just sharpen each other, you know, uh, with my family, my wife, um, you know, you have two, yeah, I have two boys. So it was, it was easy. It was a different realm, you know, like that's, I'm trying to be a father. I'm trying to, you know, be a, uh, a great husband. You know, I'm trying to be the godly man I am I'm called to be. And that, that brings a completely different atmosphere and different, um, uh, different atmosphere and different yeah. people, you know, and, and so they're completely different and they both, um, I have my wife that, that helps me through, uh, those things at home. And, and she's, she's, a um, uh, my biggest uh, encourager, and and we 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 she makes me a better man, and and she reminds me a lot of things, and we work things together. So um, I think it's a lot easier to um, be comfortable and and um, and stay on track and stay uh, have a you know feel like you're walking the walk with your family than you are in the clubhouse, but. Um, like I said, it, when you're in the fire, when you're in the clubhouse, when you got, you know, 99% of the guys are not believers and they want to, you know, do other things. That's the, that's the time where I felt like I needed to lead into Jesus a lot more and to, um, have the fellowship and the accountability and the encouragement. I needed that every day. Um, and not to say I don't need that every day with my family, but, um, I needed to learn and the, you know, learn through God's word, that new life and Amen. live it out in the clubhouse and let God's spirit do that. Yeah. That's, you know what, that's a great answer. And, and thank you for that. It's sometimes when I ask guys on this show that, that question, it's difficult because they're like, look in, you know, inside the locker room, I don't want to talk bad about any of these guys, but there wasn't a, a lot of guys in my corner. But then I, when I got out, and my wife and family and, and, and the pastor and people in my local church really helped. Hey, Gavin, early on you had talked about a book, and, and I caught the last, uh, The Secret to Utopia. What, what, what was the first part of that, um, the name of that book? Um, Golf Sacred Journey, The Links of, Utop- uh, the Links of Utopia. Boy, it's a golf book. Yeah. I think I've read it. And, uh, and it's a movie, right? Right. Yeah. So when it first came out in the book, I, I read it and, um, later on it became a, a, a movie and, uh, it has a lot of great parallels for, for, uh, playing baseball. I and then re- at the end it, it talks about, you know, the bigger picture about God and, um, I re- it, was, it was very, uh, well-written. Yeah. Really well-written. I remember cause I read it and then I saw that. It was a movie, and I watched the movie, and it was really good, and a lot of life lessons and and God lessons, and yeah. and uh, that's uh, that's interesting that 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 was a big book for you. Hey, we're gonna get to a break. On the other side of the break, we'll just have a few minutes, but I want to ask uh, Gavin Floyd about uh, this question to take any any uniform he's ever put on, put him in the closet, and pick one out. What uniform is it? What team is that, and who does he play against and why? And we'll ask him that on the other side of the break. Our special guest for the entire hour is Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball pitcher, Phillies, White Sox, Braves, Indians, Blue Jays. By the way, can you throw a little batting practice to those Little League teams? As long as I stay under a certain velocity because (laughs) my my arm doesn't want to function and it hurts. (laughs) So you know, you ever come up to Milwaukee? You you don't want to play strikeout or get you know have me get in the batter's box because I I might have to take you deep a little. Yeah, that's never happened. Just so you know, uh, I can't, Gavin. I can't. Literally can't. Can barely hit the ball in the infield in the church softball league. So I talk a little smack because I'm I'm stupid and you'll never come up to Milwaukee and I'm not getting the batter's box against you in Florida. We'll let those little league boys just keep uh, keep taking hacks at you. Here's Gavin Floyd. Again, our special guest the entire hour. And if you didn't hear, go back and listen to that second segment. Freedom, peace, joy. 
That's what he that's what he realized and felt when he accepted Jesus Christ. And I will use that for a long time. Just one of my favorite things that somebody has said here on Faith in the Zone, because that makes so much sense to me. Freedom, peace, and joy. This is Faith in the Zone on twelve fifty AM the fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Cause I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Our special guest, man, I, I just really enjoy the conversations that we have with Gavin Floyd, former Major League Baseball player, uh, first-round draft pick in 2001, Philadelphia Phillies, the White Sox, the Braves, Indians, and Blue Jays, played multiple sports in, in high school and then went from high school, again, first-round draft pick into Major League Baseball, all the uniforms you've ever put on, any sport, any age, we put them in a closet, and you, and you get to pick one out, play one more time for that team. And uh, what uniform do you pick, and who do you play against? You know, um, all the the teams that I played after I came to Christ, I I was uh, seeing the game in a different realm, a different lens, and different purpose. So I wish that I could go back and the teams that I played before, which would be the Phillies and the Meyer Leagues and uh, even in, in White Sox, maybe the Meyer League White Sox, is to play that with the same lens, same purpose, um, and, and just play playing for, for, for God, an audience of one, because um, I just the, – the, the, the blessing that he he's done in my life, I, I, I wish I, I could go back and and relive that. Amen. You know, um, Gavin, that you're the first guy to to say what you said, and and I, man, what a wonderful answer. You know, all the teams that that I, I played, and people didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a, a Christian then. And I'd like to go back just one more time and play for those teams again. And so that not only would people have a different lens with me, but that I'd have a different lens about the game and the locker room mm-hmm. and, and all of that. You, Gavin, it's interesting mm-hmm. with faith in the zone. Um, it always seems to me like guys that are in minor league baseball, um, that would have been a really hard place for me. Right as a non-believer, there, there, that just there's a lot of temptation. I think um, when you're in minor league baseball with the, with going on the bus and 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 spending t- you know time in different towns and cities and and look, you see the movies like Bull Durham and things like that. I would I would have struggled in minor league baseball, Gavin. It's uh there's so minor leagues when I played. It's I hear it's different now but you would go buses everywhere. Uh, you didn't have social media. You didn't have the camera on you all the time. So it, it, uh, it definitely had its temptations and a lot easier to, you know, get a little mischief when, when, uh, you know, the cameras aren't there, you know, or social media wasn't there. But nowadays I feel like, uh, it, it definitely keeps people accountable in some respects, but, um, but it's, uh, it, it, minor leagues is, is a grind. All I thought, you know, cause you're constantly going on these 16 hour bus rides or these eight hour bus rides and you're getting in early in the morning and you have to play the same day and you're with these guys that, you know, you're, you're put together on a team and, and you try to build chemistry and guys are from all over and we're, you know, you're trying to have fun even even through the long season. So um, it, it can be difficult and it definitely has its temptations. Yeah, man. But hey, hey, Gavin, nowadays I hear they go a whole week right. um, at one location. 
And 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 so you know what? Bus rides anymore. And that being in one location for a week, right away, I think, man, that could be me even harder for me. Right? Yeah. That gives you yeah. a couple extra days to scope the town out. Find you know all. Oh boy. I'm telling you, I yeah. now I'm in bed at eight thirty now. You know that's that's me. I oh, I yeah. barely can watch a nine inning baseball game anymore. Yeah, I'm the same way. You gotta, you know, you learn to to live a different way. You know, I I learned to live a certain way for a long time, and and uh, God showed me a new way to live. And and uh, hey, live for the good things. Live for the light. You know. There, well. Live with freedom, live with peace, and live with joy. I, can you tell I'm going to I may put this on a shirt or something. Gavin Floyd, thank you so <laughs> much. I can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate your time today. Um, enjoy the weather down in Florida. Enjoy those Little League baseball teams and, and your 11-year-old and 6-year-old. And, uh, man, you guys are building great mem- memories. I envy you to still have these these with your sons so enjoy that. Don't be too hard on it, especially that six-year-old. You know, here's the plate. Uh, yeah. Hit the ball. Run to first base. I've learned a lot. Tell me, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. Hey, Gavin. It was great thank- talking with you, Mike. Oh, and- you as well, sir. And I'll uh, please say hi to Tom Anybody Roy, and I'll do the same. To, uh, to check out Tom Roy's uh, Shepherd Coach. Check it out if you're a coach. Shepherd Coach. I I agree. And uh, we're gonna try like heck to get Tom Roy up here. Um, in the next couple of months to speak at a couple of churches here locally, and I'll keep you informed on that. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.